0: guys know that. Did everyone get a little communion thing, uh earlier? Did everyone get every adult? Did you guys get? Okay, we're trying these little things tonight. It is quite cool. Some guys like it, some guys don't. So we're going to pray. We're going to ask God to come and do whatever he wants to do. And so for tonight, what we're going to do is a little bit different to what we did last week. We are going to um, worship the Lord. Uh, we ask through the week if you've got any testimony of what God's done. doesn't matter how small it is or how big it is. We want to just share that. There were some amazing testimonies that came through the first service, what God is doing, uh, which is amazing. And we're just going to follow His Spirit tonight. So and let's see what He does. We just want to just come and give thanks to Him. And so um, let's, I've been in prayer. And then if you can get that Scripture I put on earlier, actually, you should still have it, eh? We're going to pray. We're going to read a Scripture together. And we're going to worship the Lord and see what He does. And so please, the, um, could I ask that if you have a prophetic word for people, please come bounce it off myself. Or Stephen, I just forgot your name there for a moment. Or Carl. Um, Carl, can you just do this? If you have a testimony of something encouraging, you can just come and testify. God will make a way and a time for that. And so, yeah, Father, thank you for this amazing opportunity, Lord, just to come like this, to worship you, to just come and just fellowship one to another. Thank you that we can come here and give give you thanks and honor and praise. And, Lord, without your Holy Spirit coming tonight, without you doing something in us and through us, Lord, it's just going to be another meeting. And, Lord, so we desperately need you and want you and long for you to come and do a deep work in every one of us tonight. Lord, even as the kids go out, Lord, that you'll do a deep work with them. Lord, with us here, Lord, that we just rejoice and just thank you and just praise you. For the goodness of our God. And so come and have your way amongst us. So I wanna just read a scripture before we, we sing. Um and sorry, welcome. Christoph, welcome. Sorry, the ladies, I didn't get your names. My bad. I should have actually asked, oh, it was so bad. Welcome, it's lucky to have you guys with us. Oh man, I just went blank to you. Ah. what? No, I just went blank. Ah, oh, I'm so bad with names. Dylan, that's it. Welcome Dylan to Young lady, I don't know your name, but welcome. If you want to escape at any moment, Dylan, you just hit that just bit like of the green thing. Just hit it you out. You can just run and be free. And so <laughs> um, the the loser at the back of the building. So as you came in, just right to the back, right, and then yeah. So let's just read this together. Ascribe to the Lord glory due to his name. Bring an offering and come before Him, worship the Lord in the splendor of His holiness. And so, as we come tonight, just go back. Just, I'll I'll tell you what to you. So, as we come, worship can be an offering. Our lives can be an offering. Worship Him for the splendor of His holiness. Think about that. Like I said to someone this this, this week, you think that God wants you to be happy. I don't think He wants us to be happy. <laughs> I think so. I think He wants us to be holy. I think He wants us to be righteous. I think He wants us to, you know, like just to have Him in His fullness. Next right, thanks, bud. Uh, Tremble before Him, all the earth. Yes, the work, the world is established and it shall never be moved. In other words, God is so big. He's so amazing. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's dependable. He can bring trust and hope and he could change the hardest of hearts to the softest of hearts. He can do amazing things. It's amazing. It's such a cool scripture. Next one. Gerald, you're doing amazing this time. Uh, he's a learner driver on this machine, so amazing. Let the heavens be glad. Let the earth rejoice. Let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Does he reign in our lives? Does he take preference? I'm, I'm, there's one person that's excited. Like, thank you. Brenda. <laughs> Let the seas roar, and all that fills it, let the fields exalt everything in it. Then shall the trees of the forest sing joy before the Lord, (laughs) for He comes to judge the earth. It's amazing. And the last last one is, this is for us. I give thanks to the Lord for His good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Think about that. We come to worship the Lord because His steadfast love endures forever. And so as we sing, as we give testimony of His goodness, as we love on each other and on Him, just allow the Holy Spirit to do something in you. It's just that the way we position our hearts is, God, here I am. You know me. You know the chai in my life. You know I'm undeserving, but I'm coming to do something. I think if we expect it, He's going to do something make sense and so let's stand together if you want to come forward you're welcome to if you want to whatever just feel free and we want to worship the kids can go out and uh, we'll just worship the Lord and let's see what he does
1: ¡Gracias! Yeah.
2: It doesn't say God has love. If you have love, you can run out. But God is love, and He cannot run out. And that love is available for each one of us tonight. And that love cannot run out.
0: better, always wanting something new. It's like it's kind of become a a thing in us as people that it's never like it's never good enough. We always need to wait two years to get something better or upgrade our phones, upgrade our cars, upgrade our houses, upgrade, upgrade. It's just like and I just like feeling in the Lord tonight just to be encouraged that He says every spiritual blessing under heaven has been given to us for life and godliness. And so, the one thing we can't upgrade is Jesus because he's in the fullness been given to us. And I just want to create a space where, um, in Revelation 12, verse 11, it says, And they conquered him, the devil, by the blood of the Lamb, so that's Jesus, and by the word of their testimony. For they loved not their lives unto death. And I just want to create a. A moment. It's just if you have some, it doesn't matter how small the testimony is, it's Jesus' death and his resurrection has done something in us. There's something that the living God, I'm <laughs> thinking about it the living God is living in us, he's working in us daily, he's doing stuff in us, and to testify that it's power to testify the goodness of God or the little things we we, we kill that upgrade culture, and we say God is enough, it doesn't make sense, and so we're going to give it time, we can't force it, so if there's no one here that has testimonies we'll carry on, but just really feeling like just to create a, sp- a space, and if God's done something in you, to- so, I mean, the-, the first service, someone testified about the dog that he's dreamed to for, for like nine years, and how God gave him a better dog, I mean, it can be something small, but that means a lot to him, you know, so come, Becca, and feel free, you're welcome to sit, you're welcome to stand, and just, we want just to hear what God is doing amongst us,
3: I want to share something when Red said about the upgrading thing. I think this week I was like very convicted by God by um, of getting into that mode of always wanting something better and being really grumbling. So God really convicted me because I read... Um, sorry, I have to put my thoughts together. So two weeks ago, I actually um, got a new job. So before that, I was working in the NGO... Um, field. I was working in a in a township and it was an amazing job, but I didn't get a salary for it. But um, friends and family supported me to get like a little salary for it. But anyways, two weeks ago, God, I don't know, just gave me this new job opportunity and I just randomly applied for it. And I got the job, which is so, so cool. And that in itself is like a miracle and God blessing me. And I'm so grateful for that. But funny enough, now that I have the new job, all these thoughts came in my mind, like, Couldn't we like get a new place to stay in? Shouldn't we like start thinking about buying a house? Shouldn't we then uh, Francia was selling this amazing Volkswagen van and I was like Tina's we have to get that van We have to convert it all these things were like my head of oh, we have money now So what are we gonna do with it? I like want this I want this and I want this and then the van was sold sadly (laughs) And I was crushed. I was like, oh, I really wanted that van. Like, why can? How can you do that, God, and take away this van? And I, I would have loved to have that van. But that really convicted me. I was like, I, I realized, wow, what am I actually doing? I'm running after things. In in a way, idols. I'm, gr- I'm walking around. I have like the, um, this amazing job that God gave me. I have an amazing church. There's so many actually, so many things I can be grateful for. But I'm walking around grumbling like like the Israelites in the desert. They're grumbling because they said, "But we want meat. Why aren't you giving us meat?" And I'm like, "I have an amazing job now, and I'm like, I don't. I want a car. Why aren't you giving me this car?" And it was, yeah, I really felt convicted. God saying, "But what you're actually saying is, I'm not enough for you. Um, yeah, you should be thankful with with whatever you have because you have me. If you have me, that's all that you need. That's that. That's what should fulfill you." And yeah, it was just so funny that this happened this week, and now we're talking about being grateful. And yeah, I just want to repent openly and also say thank you for for God for just blessing us with so much in life. And yeah, I hope that He kills that that evil thing in me wanting more and more, and that I can just be yeah fully fulfilled by Him and grateful.
4: Amongst us, I just want to encourage you guys as um, parents, um, and just with your kids, especially if you have teenagers. I have four; <laughs> the ones just turned twenty. I um, know oh I need to look twenty-five, hey?
1: <laughs>
4: but I really want to encourage you guys. You know, if we if we seek first the kingdom of God, um, even the combis and the cars and all the things that you're trusting for, they will be added up to you. But But I wanted to encourage you guys, especially with kids and teenagers, and as parents, we worry about our kids. Um, We we worry about them. We we trust God that God's going to work in their lives. And and we've just just seen as we've served God faithfully. And as parents, we get it probably wrong most of the time. Um, And I think as parents, sometimes we can be really hard on ourselves. But, you know, God is so faithful. Um, And just to testify, you know, we've tried to serve God the best as we can. Um, we've tried to teach our kids in the way that they should go. And we've just really tried to live Jesus in the home, in our marriage, in our relationship with our kids. And again, more often we don't get it right, we get it wrong. But God does, you know, we build a foundation. God builds on that. And just to test you, my, my 20-year-old daughter now is just radically serving Jesus. You know, kids will serve the Jesus of their parents for a while. And then there comes a time. And we've actually got to leave that in God's hands. Because I think sometimes we trying to control those situations and we you wanted so much for our kids and you know just my oldest daughter Michaela is just loving completely radically saved for jesus and that's something that god has done he did it and you know even just in the last service just to testify we really trust in god is going to impact the rest of our children and my second eldest son kale um he brought some of his friends to church and um I didn't know this, but he'd been praying for his, his friend Gabriel to really be impacted by God and that God would single him out and, and speak to him, okay? And you, you can imagine what happened. During the service, Brett had a word for him directly and called him out by name. And um, we really believed that God had impacted his life. And But you can imagine what that did in the life of Cale and what it did to his faith. Just the small little things that God does to draw our kids in. And I want you serious. I want you to relax in God. He's got your kids. he will love them more than you ever can. And He has His way of drawing them into the kingdom. And so I want your faith just to trust God. He will do it.
5: and God really said, like, listen to the message again. So I listened to it, and I was like, okay, let's be grateful. What are we grateful for? And it really just, like, was like a bag or whatever, something heavy, um, that we are just so grateful, Craig and I, for this church family. We moved here about five years ago, and um, it took us about two and a half years to find church, and we only found it through Glenn and Marilee. Um, and then we were in their calm, and I thought that I was a enough and I was a Christian or whatever and I realized I hadn't ever even been saved so I got saved, we got baptized together um, and then just we've, we've had the rocky five years of marriage coming to Cape Town with no family and leaving everyone in East London and we really would not have gotten through any of it if we didn't have this amazing family so I'm really grateful.
6: Um, <laughs> how I I'd kind of like I'd come back with this like, excitement of like what am I gonna do here and coming back and I knew that God wanted me to come back and it was it was that piece of like knowing where God knowing I'm where God wants me. But then I came back and I was sort of like I didn't know where where I fit in, like what, what do I need to do this year and um yeah and I, I kind of went down a spiral of yeah (laughs) and um so i at the latest meeting i repented of that and afterwards it was like completely everything completely changed like i i didn't have those like thoughts of like okay but like what is gonna happen what and um and yeah and now i can now i'm gonna start a job in beginning july and yeah and i think it's been especially like the church family just coming around me and being like and it was like I I knitted hearts with people again and it was like uh, yeah it was better than I could have imagined and yeah I'm just excited for what God's doing so thank you God for yeah being faithful to finish the job that He started. (laughs)
7: Everyone, my name is Gustav. Um, we're actually first-time visitors, so um, so today was our first uh, encounter with Josh Jen. Um We're actually invited to come down for the lead elders training this week, so very excited for that. My wife's sitting at the back with my sister Luida. but um, all the way from Bloemfontein and um, we joined Sunningdale this morning, and, and uh, very encouraged just with what God is doing in in, in Josh Jane and. I met Andrew a couple of months ago. We had some coffee and uh, just spoke. And then I've been following him on f- Facebook and obviously what's happening in Josh uh, I don't know Will Murray, but I've heard a lot about him. <laughs> Do you know him? I'm <laughs> just joking. So, um, I'm coming from the other side. I, th- I think it's very important to... to uh, Maybe speak a little bit softer. Thanks. I've um, I'm confronted with this this aspect of our lives that it's not always going to be easy. If you saw the post of Andrew during the week, I think on Monday or Wednesday, um, the, the the lady that works for him died in a motor car accident. Um, then yesterday he posted about his wife. Actually, being diagnosed with breast cancer, um, Wil going through this journey of having cancer himself um, and I was just thinking in my own life, you know we always connect testimonies to good things happening, but uh, the reality is good things will not always happen, and that you will be confronted with difficult times so this afternoon, after being in Sunningdale, we went to Tableview. And we had some lunch there, and we just decided we we're going to go to the mall quickly. My wife needs some things. She's having our third baby, praise God, um, and and sh- she needed some things that we we struggling to get in Bloemfontein So we went there, we got what she needed, and then we actually just walked in the in the mall. She wanted to buy some some clothes for our children, and uh, we weren't surprised looking at something. And uh, when we got to the car, she actually said, a little bit distraught, she doesn't know where your phone is. Um, last year her phone was stolen and then this afternoon while browsing in Mr. Price, she told me the cops, some people bumped into her and she didn't want to be rude and just left it, but then when she got to the car, she realized the phone is gone. Um, It might not be such a big deal, but obviously it's inconvenient, right? And um, and you wonder why, why? And I think the, the difficult thing about people and a thing we should always remember is we're not supposed to ask God why. (laughs) Because He didn't do it. He's got nothing to do with it. The Bible says He's not the the God of this world. Do you get that? So we're living in a sinful world and and things happen. and, And sometimes it's really got nothing to do with God. And in the midst of your pain, I think... We should remember to turn to Him and say, But God, because, you are, because my life is in your hands, although this, these things happen, um, I'm going to choose to not lose my joy. And, and the Bible says in, in James 1, verse 2 to 4, it says, Consider it pure joy. It's like this guy's <laughs> being sarcastic the first time you read it, but consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Like, what? did he fall on his head because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything and you see if you don't go through these trials if you don't experience difficult things there's a risk that you're not going to be mature anyone want to be mature you will not attain maturity without struggling it's part of the package. It's part of the journey. We can't be mature without being tested. Verse 2 says, consider it pure joy. So if you read it in the right context, I think we should actually celebrate going through difficult times. It's like, yes, I have a testimony. You know, someone stole my phone this afternoon. It's really, It sucks, <laughs> but you know, uh, God is busy testing me. Oh, God, is, God is busy with me. He didn't cause the phone to be stolen. I face various trials because I'm in a sinful world, but God will use that to shape me. And that was also the theme of this morning in Sunnydale, that that God is busy shaping us. He's busy transforming us to become more like His Son, Jesus. Um, So the encouragement then, the testimony, depending on how you look at it, rejoice in various trials. Although it's difficult, um, God is busy. Like Paul rejoiced, not having died in prison. He rejoiced because the angel set him free. He didn't rejoice because he got a new job or a new car or a new house. He rejoiced that he was privileged enough to suffer for the gospel. Um, So I'm personally challenged in that I love it when God does something great. I love getting gifts. I love getting a new car. I love getting a house and God providing. And And I think that's worthy of his praise. We should definitely encourage people with God providing and God being faithful because that's who he is, right? And that's where the focus needs to be, that he is faithful. But. If you're not experiencing that at the moment, if your reality today is like I'm struggling, it's really difficult, I'm uncertain, I'm going through things. Um, If you look hard enough, you'll see God's faithfulness in the midst of your suffering. And I think that's also worthy of sharing with people, you know. But God, He's still busy. He's still on the throne. I don't understand everything. But I know He's in the future. I know we're going to get a new phone. Praise God we've got insurance. <laughs> I mean...
8: racing as I want to share this Um, I think it's good stuff and he was talking about um, the end of James, that little portion it talks about um, it all ends off with hope, is that right? that PC and then I realized as he was speaking that the hope is, is mine but as I share my story now the hope is yours as well because you can look at your story and go but if God can do that for her, he most certainly can do that for me And the part that I want to share with you is that I don't wish hard times on anyone. But I don't don't wish the Valley of Dark Shadows on anyone. But I highly recommend it. If you want to know the closeness of Jesus, if you want to know his heart for you, and you want to see his smile upon your life, then the Valley of Dark Shadows is where he will be. My mommy has dementia and I and I lose pieces of her every day. And I have the great privilege of being her caregiver. And I, I struggle with a various amount of different things. And a singleness being one of them. And but I, I have the closeness of Jesus. Like I cannot explain. And I wish that for everyone that's in this room. To know... He's so close. And he speaks life. And he speaks hope. And that endurance. And that that ends up in hope. And I come to you today... When I took over from my dad... My dad passed, well this Jan will be six years ago. And when I took over from him looking after my mom... There was a ton of medicine and a ton of debt and a ton of everything. And I stand in front of you when Jesus says, is it Psalm 64, Adam? It's the Zorro Psalm. (laughs) He rides on the desert and he brings the lost into family. And he's the father to the fatherless and the husband to the widow. And we are debt-free as a mommy and a daughter. We are debt-free. we have this mammoth of everything We, we lack nothing I'm so sorry I'm talking so slowly and I'm taking so long forgive me please but we lack nothing and that is the goodness and the kindness of God but more than just lacking nothing we have so much and we have family who come around us and spoil us with suppers and leaders who love us despite our nonsense. And he makes us whole, and he gives us things that we don't deserve. So thank you to the people who love me so much. And um, thank you to the people who, yeah, thank you.
2: in the first service I had a picture and I didn't quite understand what it meant and it was a, just a picture of a snow angel and then God gave me the scripture now and as everyone has been speaking a thread has come through from what they've shared and it's John 15 verse 4 it says remain in me as I also remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself it must remain in the vine neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me and God just showed me that picture of for us to make a snow angel, it sounds like a fun idea. You end up getting cold, and it's, by the time you get up, it's a mess. But when God makes the snow angel, and you do it in his shadow, it's a much smaller print that you're leaving. And it kind of seems like it's lost and insignificant, but you're in him. And there's a safety and a beauty and a, an a incredible place to be where you are secured in him.
9: as well. My, my com doesn't actually know the full testimony. It actually blossomed on me this week. I lost my father a couple of years ago and uh, inherited his estate. And unfortunately the estate was a bit over my head. I couldn't afford it. And I prayed to the Lord. I said to the Lord listen now, I'm putting the house in the market. I got a whole bunch of people in to come give me valuations and, and I said to him Lord either make, make the offers ridiculous that I don't want to sell it or make a way that I can keep it. You know, the office came in at like half the value of the house. And I said, well, it's quite clear. So I carried on battling everything like that. The COVID hit, everything like that. And everything just went sour. Everything just got worse. And um, then my, my common, we, we did a fasting. And when we broke the fasting, the next day, I, I phoned my commander, leader. And I said to him, listen here, yeah, I don't know why. I just feel everything's going to be working out. Every, the Lord's got a plan for me. That afternoon, I got a phone call from another company that I used to work for, and they they offered me a new job there. Uh, Same salary, though, but the perks and everything are there with increases every year. With the current job I was now, been like three years, no increases, no bonuses, no nothing, just staying at the same salary. And uh, I said to the Lord, it can't be, this this can't be the job for me, because I've worked for them before, they're not nice people. And I fought it for about two months, back and forth, back and forth, and eventually... I took the job, everything like that, got there, and they've blessed me with everything I need. They've given me the same salary, they give me full medical, and they've guaranteed me every year I will get a steady increase, everything like that, and it's, it's just been amazing working there again. The, the whole atmosphere where I'm working now, it's different to what it used to be, and it, it's just, it was God's way. God, God made a way for me to do this, and He said to me, go. And I was denying it, denying it, denying it. And the more I was denying it, the more he was telling me go. There was more and more signs from the other side to go there and from the company where I was to get out. And yeah, the Lord is just awesome. He just makes a way and finds a way for everybody.
0: Well, then come that's amazing, man. Because a couple of months ago, we were talking about trying to start a company, a business. And we're go, God. Open doors, close doors. Look what God has done. What I love about the Lord is this. that He meets everybody where they need. Whether it's through the hardships, whether it's through the rejoicing, whether it's through he's that big, that he could, he just, he's that good. Like, he's that amazing. That wherever you are, no matter what age you are, no matter where you are in life, no matter what you've done, where you're going, he can come and impact. And you can have a testimony of what His goodness is. It's yeah, kept There's one thing that I want to just, before we break bread, just one thing. And I, shame, I asked Wes if I could share a story. And he said, no. So I'm not going to share your story, boy. But what I am going to do is this. Um, one of the greatest joys of our lives is is being able to adopt Him as a son. Where this little chokuki, if we didn't know, came into our lives and eventually became... Bevan, Shane. And uh, and what, how God knit. You know, when we adopted him, I honestly thought we would make his life better. But what happened is, he actually made I love his life better. And I'm so proud of him. And he's like in this room, he's the number one evangelist amongst us because more people have come to Christ through his story and he doesn't know it than anyone else. In Brazil, in England, wherever I go, his story goes before him. And I'm I'm really feeling before we break bread that there's a scripture in Ephesians 1 verse 5. It says he it says this, he predestined us for adoption. To himself as sons and daughters through Christ Jesus, according to the purpose of his will. And I don't know why I've been feeling this the whole evening, or this specific service. Like, there was nothing of Wesley that got him to the place where we adopted him. It was our will, Abby and Brett's will, that we felt God saying that he's our son. And for some reason, I feel like God's saying for some of us here tonight that it's his will he predestined before the foundation of the earth before everything was created he knew you and he desperately wants you to come into his family he desperately wants you to be adopted by him because of his goodness as a father so I don't know it's just been on my heart it's just such a weird thing to throw out and so what I think it's meaning is that some of us aren't in his family and it's nothing that Wes could have done or it was just something that God did and I'm super proud of him and we love him and he's just, he's, he's just coming and he's been a blessing and maybe you're sitting here going man I don't know if I'm in the family of God I don't know if God is my father I don't know if I've been adopted by him tonight is your night for him to come in. you can say Father we sent your son Jesus to die for me so that I can there's no bridge between us anymore if I receive Jesus then I'm part of the family and so I want to give an opportunity salvation is a free gift being adopted into the family of God I, I was adopted when I, in 1985 into the family of God and I'm 41 now 42 something like that I've been living with the Lord for a long time and every day I'm becoming more and more a son too and so I'd love to pray before we break bread we break bread in remembrance of what Christ did on the cross he came and He lived on this earth for 30-odd years. He gave Himself sacrificially as the living Lamb of God. He died the most horrific death so that the void, the gap between man and God that sin created could be dissolved. So that it doesn't matter who we are, what we've done, where we think we're going, that He has made a way through His love that we become His sons and daughters. That's what we're remembering tonight. That's why we give thanks. In the hard times, in the good times, in the wealth, in the poor, it's Jesus. <laughs> it's His work on the cross. And so if you don't know Jesus, if you don't know that you've been adopted into His family tonight, so I really feel like there's something of the Spirit calling you. And even Gabriel. I'm so stoked because I don't know him from soap, And then I found his name's Gabriel, and I'm talking about mighty man and like powering for Jesus and war and, and like Gabriel is like the angel of the Lord, you know, when he comes with Jesus coming on the white horse kind of thing, you know, I'm thinking, that is amazing. So we trust trusting for this week, for him to come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Well, that's what we're going to pray for. And so I'm going to pray for us. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. And Jesus said with his own, his own words, if you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that he is Christ. You start a relationship with him. You start the adoption process. And it's a lifelong thing. I'm going to pray a prayer. If you want to do this for the first time, you're welcome to. It's a free gift. And it's just a believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth. And uh, if that's your first time, we're going to rejoice. Because it's an awesome thing to do. Why am I crying today? Even the first one, it's what the heck? You're trying to be manly man. You know what I mean? Manly man, don't cry. Anyways, we're going to pray and then we're going to break bread and just, just end there. So, Father, thank you for this amazing moment. Thank you for these these amazing testimonies of what you're doing. Thank you that you are active and alive in our lives. You're not a dead God. You're not man-made by the figment of our imagination, nor by stone or wood. You are the true living God who is creator of everything, who is um, sustaining everything, who we are here because of you, God. We're not here because there's nothing on TV or there's nothing better to do. Lord, we're here because we want to worship you. We want to connect with your spirit, Lord. We want to um, be changed from the inside out. We want to love you more. We want to be on fire for you. We want to be adopted into your family, Lord, so we can have testimonies of the goodness of our God. And so if you're here tonight and, and you want to just pray a simple prayer like this, and please, if you do this, do it by believing and confessing. Say, Jesus Christ, I thank you for wanting to adopt me as Lord and Savior come before you tonight and here I am I give you my life I ask you to forgive you of my sin I'm believing my heart I'm confessing with my mouth I want to be your son or I want to be your daughter here I am I commit my life to you have your way. Lord, if there's anyone that's done that yet, I just pray right now that your spirit will just come upon them like you've never done before, Lord, that they'll understand your love and your mercy and your grace, Lord, that you'll open up their spiritual eyes to see you clearly, more clearly, Lord, as they read the word, that they'll just understand it, Lord, that you... that you'll just transform them from darkness into light, from being deaf to being able to hear, from not being able to see, to see, Father. We thank you for your love, for your grace, for your mercy. Amazing. If you are here and you've done that, you've said that prayer for the first time, could I ask you to do one thing? you leave tonight, can you just tell somebody just go hey man walk up to your home computer or whoever whoever looks friendly you go you know what tonight I became a son or I became a daughter Um, and that'll be an amazing thing for you to do Builds faith It just we'll celebrate with you guys you know cool amazing we're gonna break bread and uh we do this in remembrance of his goodness of his sacrifice of his just what he's doing in our lives and so um yeah, it's a powerful thing to do it's not just a religious act it's, it's just remembering the goodness of our God so I want to pray for the body broken and, and the blood shed and then we're going to break together you just peel it off yeah everyone should have hey we did ask hey, everyone got you guys have the back there you guys got nice i go. no, just going to peel it off we already I've already did this so I want to keep this one for later in the week and and I pray, Father, just thank you for sending your Son Jesus. Thank you that we could be adopted as sons and daughters. Thank you that as we just break bread together, Lord, this unity of one heart, one mind, one purpose. Thank you that we come breaking bread, remembering the goodness of our God. Lord, as we eat of the cracker, Lord, we remember Your body broken, and bruised, and tortured, and stabbed, and beard pulled out, and crown of thorns in Your head. Lord, just, just the sacrifice. The, The willingness, the joy set before you to endure the cross, Lord, for us. Lord, your blood that that flowed for us, Lord, that covers our sins, that washes us clean of our sin and our vow towards you, God. Lord, as we eat together, as we drink together, Lord, we do this in remembrance of the goodness of our God. So we thank you for these moments, Lord. We love what you do, God love you, Lord. In your own time, you're welcome to eat and drink. Amazing, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Do this remembrance of you, God. Love what you did, God. Worship you, Jesus. grateful, Lord. We've got a few people that are sick amongst us. Well, not here, not amongst us here, but in our congregation, just so we've got Samarie, who's got COVID. Um, Shannon sick. Ashley and Tammy are sick. They're visitors that have been visiting us. Kerry, uh, Bird, and the girls, her daughters are sick. Uh, Greg and Janine. Um, Joshua's actually at the first service, which is great. So God's healed his body. Jody and Candice <laughs> might have been exposed. Can we just pray, like, just that God will protect them, that, that um, COVID will be released and die quickly in them and just... It's amazing that we can pray for one another like that. And then we'll, we'll just uh, <laughs> go away and live for Christ as we can. You know? so, Father, I want to bring these, uh, our, our friends and our family members to, to you, Lord. We want to pray for Samory and the family, Lord, that just your hand will be upon her, Lord, that her COVID won't get bad. Lord, that they'll, she'll have a mild case, Lord, that you'll just touch and heal her body. Lord, for those who think they have it, Lord, that the, or even just the flu, or the stomach, and Lord, that you are just come in, in a magnificent way, Lord, and you just touch and heal them right now where they are, Father. Lord, we, we love you because you're not confined to the four corners of, of these the four walls, Lord, in the ceiling, Lord. You are all over the same place at the same time. You can do whatever you want to do, wherever you want to do it. And Lord, we just pray that you'll just come and just be with them, comfort them, heal them, restore them to health. Lord, we'd be quick to give you praise as we hear our stories of your goodness, even in there. So Lord, as we go, go before us, make a way. Let us be the light that shine in this dark world. Know that your people will look at us and know that you are living in us and shining through us. So we thank you for these moments, just of thanksgiving, of praise, of encouraging, building up one another in love. We worship you, God. Amazing. I like it. Man, can you feel that spirit? Eh? It's so cool. Oh. Okay, so you can stay. I'm gonna go home. Can you get, Have you guys got more songs and stuff? Can you guys play and worship and stuff? So what we'll do is we'll blur the ending. Okay, so if you want to just chill, be okay, uh, in the presence. If you want to pray for each other, you're welcome to. Just keep social distancing. Um, we'll do that. I'd like to have you guys. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy. Love you guys.